0: we give you glory father we give you glory be thou exalted lord in the name of jesus father we are gathered here this morning to honor you to bless you to exalt you because you are a fortress you are a strong tower yes lord the world may shout the world may claim they have power. We know power belongs to you. Power belongs to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated, brethren. Good morning, everyone. I want to welcome you this morning to Abundant Life International Church. For those of us who are online, we know... God's hand is also over you. You know the song our brethren sang? I'm still standing, Mm -hmm. but by the grace of God. I'm still standing, standing. but by the grace of God, we are still standing. We are still standing. I want to thank the pastor, senior pastor, for an opportunity to minister to us this morning. I'm saying to us because I know I'm going to be ministered by the Spirit of God. Amen. And I want us to just be, have an open mind this morning. You might not see the normal scenes that you see on Sundays. Yes, but in all it, God is still there. Yes. Yeah. This morning, I would like us to talk about something staying the course. I want us to talk about staying the course because I know, you know, uh, this is April. For those of you who are stock exchange uh, addicts, (laughs) April is the time where companies have to render their first quarter results. And so, stakeholders expect something from them in April. Why do they expect something? Because at the beginning of the year, The management came and said, you know what? Maybe I'm a paint manufacturing. I work for a paint manufacturing. so all pun intended. Maybe I'm a paint manufacturing company. And the CEO says, okay, you know what? This year we are going to manufacture a billion barrels or gallons of oil, paint. And so for the first quarter, I expect 250,000 gallons of paint. And so, as an investor, I am happy. Oh, yeah, this is good business for me. Let me do some investment in this paint company. And so, April, their minds are set on something. They want to see if the goal that you told them, you fulfilled. And so, everybody is expecting. If you are above, they are happy. The value of your share goes up. You begin to hear Dow Jones this year, uh, this week, it went up. Because investors were happy that the CEOs gave them what they promised. But if instead of 250,000, you come and give 100,000, they'll be like, ah, this is not something for me to, it's time for me to, maybe this is not good. My investment yeah, let me let me recuperate what I can before it becomes too late. Why am I giving us this example? Because at the beginning of the year, we had our declaration of the year. You remember first, the first of January that night, we were asked to write on pieces of papers, goals, objectives, you know. What I want us to do this morning, I want us to go back to that first of January and begin to see if the things we put down, we are moving towards it. Amen? Amen? You know, the pastor, one of the sermons, messages he gave was, he said, sometimes I know in my spirit it's time to pray. Amen? And so I look for some time and some place quiet where I have to pray. In my spirit, I know this time it's time for us to take stock. Amen. I want us to take stock. Amen? Amen? Amen. We are looking ahead but we are also seeing if what we have done all, all this while is staying the course. I would like us to go, if you have, or maybe you don't have, I don't know if you can put it on the other board, our 2023 declaration. And I would like us to just go, maybe in line, I will not go line by line, but point by point, There are things in this declaration which it is now that my eyes are getting opened. Why God put it there? Amen? Why God put it there? He says, I am on the rise to my highest destiny. And no matter what the elements, the elements, for those of you who are science students who did chemistry you know the number of elements that are in this in the world right and they are still looking when i was growing it was about 215 if i'm not mistaken but right now something has they've discovered some other elements that's what the chemistry people but for you as a spiritual man what are the elements that are against you you have elements of marriage your marriage is unstable the devil is not sleeping you have elements of your job. Maybe you don't have a job anymore. Maybe you have been looking for a job. It's not come yet. And you are like, this element is, is winning. Maybe the elements of your children's education, your children's well-being. I know what I'm talking about. When my kids are sick, I am sick. And this past, this past season was Whoa, it was crazy. But then when I begin to read the declaration, I understand why. Why God told the pastor, put this down. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The world might have to take their stock because they have a vested interest in their investment. But we take our stock because we know our own investment is in the Lord. And God will bless us. Amen. Amen? God will bless us. Maybe up to now, it's not what you expected. Maybe when you said, when you read, I declare that I will experience and enjoy the full blessing of the Lord. This is April. Where is that full blessing, Lord? Oh, Father. Where is the full blessing? This is not what I'm seeing. This is not blessing for me. Maybe that's what you are seeing. You are reacting like the world is reacting. You want to sell your shares? Do you want to sell your shares? No. He says, there is a lifting up for me. I am not expecting to participate in a recession, depression, regression, or any other downward turns. He says, participate. It means it will be there. Amen? Amen. Recession, depression, it's going to be there, but you will not participate in it. That's what matters. You will not participate in it. You know, the beginning of the year was a bit rough, as I've said. There was one Wednesday, one of my colleagues called me and said, Kermit, you know what? It's like there's an angel of... um, of uh, layoffs layoffs yeah he called me and he said come it all our department in Europe has been laid off I mean like a mirror you know so I am I I work here as a support analyst so the support analyst for for Europe let go and I am there I'm like oh god this is my year of new horizons and the full blessings. Amen? No matter the elements. No matter the elements. And then there is an emergency meeting that is being scheduled. They said tomorrow, Thursday morning, we have an emergency meeting. The senior director has a meeting with us. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I said, okay, Lord, you promised. You know the Bible, you know what God tells us in Psalms? Psalms uh, 18, verse 30. The Bible says in Psalms 18, verse 30. As for God, his way is perfect. As for God, his way is perfect the word of the lord is tried it means people have tried it you know you remember the the pastor t- uh, told us in one message one of the messages he said people used to ask him this thing that you are believing is all old testament thing eh? why are you uh, believing he said oh no I am believing because there have been people before me who has believed this thing. Yes. And it worked for them. Yes. Remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it was Joshua. He was, it was uh, talking about. He said, the word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Thursday morning, that meeting came. Uh, We all sat there online and you could see the countenance of the people who were facilitating the meeting, some heavy presence. And I'm there, I'm like, okay, this is not something easy. It's not easy to tell somebody that you, you no longer have a job. Some of them are people you knew, or maybe some of them are even people you employed, you hired. And you know about them, and every day you ask them, how is your father? How is your mother? How, is, how are your kids? For you to come and now start telling them that you don't have a job, that source of security that you trusted in, you no longer have it. But we thank God. God prevailed. God prevailed and preserved. God preserved my job. I'm grateful to him for that. But it was torment. It was those things that begin to ask you, you begin to push you to kind of like, oh God, what is going on? And I don't know what you're going through today. I don't really know, but I know that, look, trust in the Lord because his ways are perfect. Trust in the Lord because his ways are perfect. Now we have, a tr- we have God to trust in, you know. There are people who go through things in life alone. That is where depression kicks in. There are people somewhere today sitting desiring to talk to someone, you know. Desiring to talk to someone, to speak to someone, just to, to tell somebody about what they are going through. There are people like that today. They are looking. Who can I tell? Who can I share this with? Where can I go? But we have a God. When things like this come up, we just say, oh Lord. You have already told us. That this year is a year of new horizons. And the full blessing. So this morning, I want us to kind of consider one thing. Let us go back to our declaration and begin to apply to ourselves. Okay? Apply to ourselves. Maybe you've never sat down and gone through the declaration. Maybe if you look down here in this declaration, there are Bible verses. There are Bible verses, many of them. When you start going through there, you know that there are many Bible verses there. Many Bible verses, each one pregnant with meaning, pregnant with blessing, pregnant with the situation you are going through. No matter the situation. I want us to begin to look at this. Since I am the blessed, the healed, the favored, and the strengthened of the Lord. I am called according to his purpose and all things work together for my good. All things work together. So no matter what you are going through, this is only April. Maybe one of those things is working in your life. That's not all. Another one will come. And together, it will be for your good. Amen? No matter what, I'm telling you, no matter the situation, all things works together for your good. Yeah. Some people say names follow people, right? Yes. Now, when you're giving your kids names, be very careful what you give them. Mm-hmm. Be very careful. Names follow people. Yes. My name, you know what my, na- my first name is? Kermit. Have you ever seen uh, an African with a Kermit name? From I mean, like not 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 an African who is born here, right? No, you've not. I've, I I grew up. I did not see any Kermit. Maybe one, maybe. Yes. You ask yourself, but why? Why? Who named you? Why did your father give you the name Kermit? You know. Names identify where we are from. Names identify where you, area where you. You are from, right? So, what our parents used to do is they'll give the biblical name. That's how it is. In the middle, they give you your name, which they call the tribe. That's your name. Your native name. Thank you. And then your last name. So, my native name is Ebune. I was named after my grandfather. So, my mother will call me Ebune. She will not call me Kermit. If I go to the village, nobody calls me Kermit. They will say Ebune. But why am I saying Kermit? Because Kermit used to be my father's roommate. My father came and schooled in Pittsburgh in the early 60s. And then when I was born, he said, that I had a friend named Kermit Crossland. Let me name my child. It's an honor. If you're named in Africa, you know if you're named after somebody, that's an honor. So my father said, that man treated me well. Let me name him Kermit. Now, little did he know that he was declaring that one day Kermit is going to come to America. <laughs> Amen? Now, how did I find myself here? You ask, you ask. I never dreamt that I would come to America. I never dreamt. But as God will do things, he made a way. He made a way. You know, I always tell people, only God knows why. I did not remain in Cameroon in 2009 because of the things I had gone through. The things I had gone through. So until one day when I told somebody, one of my father's friends that I'm going to the U.S., they were already, my parents were already dead. He looked and he said, your father and your mother, they are already praying for you in the grave. I'm like, uh, that's not it. It is God. <laughs> yes, it is God. Yes, it is God. So in two thousand and three is my year of remembrance. In the Bible, God remembered a couple of people. In the Bible, God did not just remember people because they were good, He remembered people because they needed something. Right? they were going through situations. Take, for example, the example of Noah. The Bible says when God had put all the animals into the ark, who shut the door? God, right? So after the flood and everything, Noah could not open that door after 40 days. And even before that, the truth is, Maybe Noah was even tempted to open the door when that flood started and people were hitting on that door. God said, Noah, your responsibility is to build the ark. I will close this door. Amen? Amen. And so when all the flood came and everything came and it fell and the water subsided and the ark went to Mount Moriah up there, the Bible says God remembered Noah and the animals. And God intervened. Another example is Rachel. Rachel has been crying for, for a baby, right? And that's where Dan, you remember, I, I sure came up. But the Bible says God remembered Rachel. If God puts in the declaration that this is my year of remembrance, he's not remember. He will not remember you if you are up there eating sheep every evening and enjoying yourself. And when he does something, It will be like a normal thing, right? You say, "Oh, now God has been blessing me. Oh, you know, the sheep tomorrow night I ate it. It's fine." But he who does not have sheep to eat, when that eat, when when he comes and sheep. Is served, he will know that God has remembered him. This year, we are going to have remembrances. I want you to look in your life for the past three months, the situation you are going through, just know that God is remembering you. You are in God's plan of remembrance. God is remembering you. God has his way of dealing with us. If as a church, he has said he's remembering us, He is remembering us. Amen. See, double honor and the open door. I am remembered and I am helped. And I am helped. I honor God and he honors me. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah. I honor God and He honors me. Amen. You know you have to put you have to honor God there. It's not uh, God has principles. In science, there are principles. you know they, you have Newton's law of motion and all that stuff. It has been proven. Newton can tell you that the body will stay on its course until an object it turns it, you know. There are four Newton's laws for those of of us who can still remember. I know some of us, it was like, okay, why are we even studying the laws of motion? What is this all about? See, there there is this Newton's third law of motion. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. God's principles are also fixed and set. God says, if you honor me, I will honor you. I will help you. Amen. How do you honor God? Amen. You keep his commandments. Amen. How do you honor God? You praise him when he works for you. You remember him. You give him the praise. Amen. Right? Yes. You honor God. Since this is a year of full Satisfaction. Of joy and happiness. It's a year of the, that's what will happen. God is the one saying this. Says God has my back. God has my. I just give you an example how God had my back. I I told somebody you know I don't have. You people are there working about, you know, targeting directors, targeting managers, making friends with them. I'm not there. God God has my back. You have a Godfather, Godmother. I have the God. Amen. I have God. I don't have to go behind somebody. Make good phrases with them. You want to go for coffee? <laughs> no. No. I go before I go before my God. And we have spiritual coffee. And God will ask, What, what what's going on with you, my son? He say, ah, oh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. They are they are looking for jobs and they're like, it's okay, it's okay. I got your back. I got your back. In Hebrews chapter 18, verse 5 and 6, God says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. I will never leave you. Because there will be moments where you will think you have, you've been left alone. There will be moments where you will think you are alone. Drifting away, maybe carrying your burden. But God has said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. April. This is April. We are almost in the middle of of the year, right? It's It's not really difficult for these days to go by. It's not. Frankly speaking. you Remember, we just had the 21 days fast, right? We just, I mean, we, we literally just had the 21 days fast. That was in January. But we're already in April. The promise is in view, and the covenant will deliver. And then you have, this is Isaiah 49. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive delivered? But thus said the Lord... Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. And the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with you. Praise the Lord. I will fight your battles. That's what God is saying. You don't have to fight it alone. God is saying that this year I will fight your battles. I don't know. As I said, I don't know what you're going through. As a family, I don't know what we are going through. As individuals, I don't know what we are going through. Maybe the, your child's teacher has called you and said that your child needs some help. There is something wrong. Maybe you take him to a psychiatrist so that they can prescribe some ADHD. as I would call it. ADHD stuff. Medication. I don't know if that's what you're going through. But God says he will contend. Amen. We put our trust in the Lord. We put our trust in the Lord. God has my back. The promise is in view. And the covenant will deliver. You know there's there are benefits in, in, in taking stock. There are benefits in, in going back and looking at. At, at, at the things you know that god had said or maybe uh, commitments that you had made it's it's good to to sit back and ask yourself am i staying the course you know at the beginning maybe you said i'm going to read the word of god this year all true and so this is april this is one quarter of of the year if the bible has i mean how many bible how many books in the bible 66 you should be one quarter of what twenty-two. uh what? Those mathematicians. <laughs> Sixteen, right? Yes. So in your mind, you should you should be you should must have gone through. If you started in Genesis, you must have gone through Genesis, Exodus, Revelation, Job, Psalms. Like my son called it in, this morning in the in in the in the car. Psalms, that Psalms. I don't see any Psalms, you know. So they were playing with their Bibles, and this one was like, okay, I am in this, open it. I I was driving, I I did not catch it. He said, no, I don't see any psalms. Psalms. And my wife said, no, it's not psalms. It is psalms. Psalms. So you should know where you are, and then you ask yourself, oh, this is where I was supposed to be by now. I'm not there. I have to do something. Maybe I have to re strategize. Maybe I have to strategize. Did I say I'll be reading my Bible before I sleep? It is evidently not working. Got to change it. Because maybe when I read my Bible, start reading before I know it, I doze off. You re strategize. You say, okay, at the beginning of the year, I said I was going to pray. You know, maybe one hour, thirty minutes a day, and you ask yourself, "Have I been doing this? What has been the difficulty? Why?" You say, "Okay, maybe what I'm doing is not the right thing. We strategize. Maybe you said you were supposed, you were going to give gifts to people. You know, commitments. You remember? You remember what we, we wrote?" In those papers, right? Yes. Pastor, Pastor, Pastor T. Ask us to write those things. If you remember. What did you write? Because we have to stay the course. Yes. What did you write? Maybe some of us don't even know where those books are. Please. If you remember, write them down. If you know that it's in your house, go and look for them. Okay? Because we have to stay the course. We have to stay there because there is a task God has given us as a church, as a leak. And we have to equip ourselves. We have to be equipped. You know. I'm talking even to myself. Talking even to myself. You know. Praise the Lord. Taking stock gives you peace of mind, makes you trust God more, yes. makes you trust God more, makes you rely on God more. Because when you take stock, you are taking yourself to task. Amen? Amen. You are the first person you are taking to task. It's not even God or anybody. You are, you are telling yourself, you are being true to yourself. The Bible tells us in 2nd in Chronicles chapter 18, verse 5. 2nd oh, Corinthians, sorry. 2nd Corinthians. 2nd Corinthians chapter 18, verse 5 says, Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith amen yes. examine yourselves whether you be in the faith prove your own selves mm-hmm. prove your own selves we need to examine ourselves daily yes. to 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 see if we, we are still staying the course When the year begins, God gives us a declaration. He's telling us, see, this is, this is my route. This is, this is, these are my goals. This is where I'm going to get you to. But if we don't stay the course, we will not get it. Mm -hmm. We will not. Like pastor said, he said, there are some things that God said three years ago, which is see now. They have been manifesting now. I mean, you know. Because you stay the course and when you stay the course and God answers, then you will know. You will know. There are some people God has answered their prayers, they don't even know because they have forgotten about it. They have forgotten. They did not stay the course. Maybe five years ago you prayed that, Lord God, I want to, by the end of maybe two, three years, I'm going to Get my degree. Right? And you, two, three, four years, you have your degree. You forget that you had prayed to God about this degree. You just forget. That is why taking stock is very important. In every area of the human race, Taking stock is very important. We have the Bible today because the children of God were specialists in keeping accounts. Yes. 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 They had scribes. They had scribes. You could trace everybody's genealogy. It's there. If you look at Chronicles, they tell you, Abra- Ab- Abraham, Becket, Isaac, Becket, Jacob, Becket, the 12th. Everybody detailed pe- They give you names which you have never seen. And you begin to ask yourself, "But what is going on here? (laughs) It is because they knew that keeping this, they are positioning their future. Right? They are positioning their future. Even when they were in exile, it is a word that pushed Nehemiah to come back to Bill. Yes, right? Yes. Taking stock is very important. The devil does not want us to take stock. He wants us to leave. He's forgetting what is behind, pressing. No. That's what the devil wants you to do. But God wants us to remember yes, yes. our commitments to him, the covenants that we signed. At the beginning of the year, we made these commitments. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. wants us to remember because when we begin to remember, we begin to recognize His hand. Yes, yes. Amen? Amen. We begin to recognize His hand over our lives, over our situations. When we begin to take stock, say, so examine yourselves whether ye be. In the faith, whether you be in the faith, I like to give examples about. You know, it's always good to give examples about things you you see and you've gone through, and uh, I'm I'm sure my sister who's in IT will, will 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 attest to this. In IT now, there's something they call DT. They say digital transformation. It's the buzz right, out there now. Every big corporation wants digital transformation and all that stuff. You ask yourself, what's digital transformation? I had no idea what digital transformation was until three years ago when they started saying digital transformation, digital transformation. But there's something they call agile in digital transformation where they plan, set objectives, and they say, okay, this is what we are going to do for the next five weeks. Every day they meet and they ask you, okay, you are supposed to do this. Have you done it? They keep stock, and they make everybody accountable so you are accountable to your team right and if you cannot if, if they give you a task and you cannot accomplish it they ask you okay you need any help how can we help you and you tell them no, oh, this was and they will help and the project goes the the goal is they have a project they have to finish as a group because if they don't finish as a group Everybody has failed. Yes. Amen? Amen? So because you know that if this man doesn't do what he's supposed to do, even though I have finished mine, we failed. Yeah, management knows that you failed. Thank you, team. It's the same thing with us. We have to sit down and take stock of our lives. Take stock of the things God has said. I begin to say, okay, God, this is what I did. This is what I'm supposed to do. How can I do it? Because we are in April. We want things. So that by the end of, of, of uh, when the second quarter comes, you as a CEO or an investor in your own life will be happy. Yes. We'll be like, okay, I think this investment was worthwhile. I think I said that I was supposed to do this and I, 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 I think I did it. I accomplished it. Stay in the course. Stay in the course. The world has their way of measuring success. We have our own in the Lord. We have our blessings. The last part of our, of our declaration Say, I serve the Lord, my God, with joyfulness of heart. In gratitude for the abundance of all his blessings. Therefore, I will never serve my enemy. The Lord will be good to me. And he will show me kindness and mercy. Praise the Lord. The Lord will be good to me. And he will show me kindness and mercy. Your heart might behave you. Know one thing. The Lord will be good to you. He will show you kindness and mercy. Why kindness? Because he is good. Why mercy? Because it's his nature. It's a merciful God, right? So I declare by faith that this new season is a fruitful season. This season is a fruitful season. Maybe you are going through the process where you've planted a seed... And the seed has to die first. And you are like, everything is darkness. There's no hope. You know, not that there's no hope, but why did this thing happen? Why is this thing like this? Look at my colleagues. They are seniors, managers. God is saying, look, I am good to you. This is your fruitful season. It is a season of full satisfaction. The season of full satisfaction. This is a season of full satisfaction. It means that what God will give us will satisfy us. If God says this is what you have, it will satisfy you. God might not want you to be senior or might not want you to have that business. Because he knows that it will not satisfy you. Amen? Not every desire that we have will satisfy us. Not every desire. There are some people who work and they have amassed wealth. They are not satisfied. They are not. There are some people you want to ask, you ask yourself, but why? You know, my sister retired, just retired, and during her retirement party, one of the colleagues came and gave a testimony. But you know what I learned? When she was retiring, she used to be a pharmacy manager. When she left, they went to the person, the colleague, and said, hey, we have this manager position. Do you want to be the manager? The man said, no. No. Nope. I'm out of here. I don't want to be a manager. Because he knew that becoming a manager, he will not be satisfied. Amen. A manager comes with what? Responsibility, trouble, and also respect. Right? There is a positive side of it. There's a negative side of it. Money also comes. They, pack, they will increase your money, right? Yes. If that man's desire for life was money, he will go into it. But he said, nah, that is not what I want in life. My priorities are straight. It is not this thing that will satisfy me. Yes. I have my priorities. And if it, it's not in line with my priority, there is no satisfaction. Yes. Amen? Yes. There is no satisfaction. So for us to have the full satisfaction, we have to have a priority straight, stay the course, and God will give us what will satisfy us. Amen. Amen. Have you ever had some desire something and whenever, when you got the thing and you're like, ah, is this all? Am I lying? You ask yourself, is this all? You know, maybe it's one nice shoe you want to wear. You saw this shoe and you are like, honey, you know what? That shoe is what I want. And you almost argued with your your spouse. And then you say, okay, get it. You get the shoe and you wear it and you make like this, you do like that, you see. Is this all? You realize that it's the same feeling you get even when you wear the other shoe, and then in your mind you begin to ask yourself, "Ah, the color is even almost like the color I already have. This shoe is it a duplicate now or what?" God will give us our satisfaction. Yes. Amen. Let's go after God's satisfaction, yes. not ours. And you should know also your. Are- you should know your priorities. You should know the things, that, the things that you want. Okay? The things that the Spirit of God puts in your heart. And say, this is what you want. This is what you need. You should go after those things. Don't go after it because A has it. X has it. Don't do that. Because you, at the end of the day, you will not be satisfied. You will not say the fruitful season, and it is a season of full satisfaction, joy, and happiness. Joy and happiness, amen. praise the Lord! There is joy in there, yes. amen. Yes. There is joy in there, and there is happiness. Yes. Where you go, and people are there, as you know, from the beginning, said, I will not participate in the recession, depression, and regression. Where people are there thinking, thinking about their 401ks. Oh man, the value of my 401k is gone. It's gone down. You are, in your mind, you're like, ah, forget it. It's okay. I have joy in my heart. There's something that, that transcends 401k. There is something that transcends what I see. Okay? There's something in my heart. There's that thing that God has put there. I cannot explain. While people are there killing themselves and asking questions, I don't participate in them. While people are gathered and they are talking, did you see the price of oil and gas? Are we going to survive? Are we going to do that? Maybe we'll buy, we buy, we, we sell this car, it consumes a lot. Let's go get those cheap cars that consumes less. That's what you start thinking, No. You are, like, you are there because God says it's a year of joy and happiness. Joy and happiness. And people will see it and they will be drawn towards you. You know, people will be like, what is your secret? In the, all these things we are there talking about, you never participate. You don't, you don't, do you have where you buy gas, a special place? Tell me, do you have a special thing or? You say, yeah, I have Jesus. My priorities are straight. I know where my priorities are, and I have satisfaction in them. No matter the elements, my priorities are straight. I go after these priorities, I get full satisfaction. I go after these priorities, joy and happiness is my potion. Amen? Joy and happiness is my potion. When I was in the university, I used to do maths. Maths department in uh, back then was... If you did maths, you don't smile. You, because you're walking on the road and you're like... You're calculating in your head. You are always something. It's always there. You don't have time for any social life or anything. You see people gathering and watching football. What is that? I forget. I have the Pythagoras theorem to figure out why that uh, hypothesis and, uh, you know, I just say now... you. You are always, one day I was walking and one of my colleagues, my friends looked at me and said, Kevin, what is wrong with you? I said, what? (laughs) Is there something wrong with me? He said, no, look, look, look. We are here killing ourselves and thinking everybody's always sad. But you're always happy. I said, of course. You want me to be sad? Sadness will not change that mathematical concept. It will not change it. Those are theorems. There are laws. What is my own there? Why? Why should I partake in your regression and recession? You have your elements. I I have Jesus. I am happy. You know? There is hunger in my stomach, but there is happiness in my heart. Amen? I mean... When, when he came towards me and I was like, God, this is, this is a good testimony. That the world is participating in the status quo, meaning that things that people consider normal. Say it's regression. There is depression. The children have become wayward. Everybody talking anyhow. There is hatred for one another. This one doesn't like this one. This one doesn't love this one. Everybody talking about something. The cavaliers lost. Oh, Lord. And is, what is this? Eh? But you are there staying the cross. Because you have full satisfaction. Your satisfaction is from God. We have a remainder of the year. Let us go and take stock. Take stock as an individual. Take stock as a family. Set aside time for family time. You know, where as a family, you guys congregate around the word. You guys speak to each other. The word. Amen. That distinguishes you, separates you from the world. It separates you from the world. And, and the children, you get the children engaged. Get them engaged. Don't say, oh, they, are, they will not understand. No, they will understand. Yesterday I was listening to one uh, pastor's message. And <laughs> my son said, do we have church today? I said, no. Why do you like, why do you like listening to daddy pastor like that? I said, because it's good. He said, but you like listening to Daddy Pastor and sports? He huh? said, but then he said, but I think Daddy Pastor is better. He said, I think Daddy Pastor is better because they observe. These, these children observe. They know that for me, I like my Daddy Pastor and my sports. They know that. Mm -hmm. You know? So we have to bring them, engage them. Engage them. The remainder of the year, engage them. I'm telling you, we are going to reap the benefits. We are going to reap the benefits. Tell them about Charlotte. Amen. Amen. Tell them that we are going to Charlotte. When they ask you, what's Charlotte? (laughs) You say, Charlotte. This is a new horizon, okay? Okay. And we are going to Charlotte because we have a rendezvous with, with God. Yeah. Amen. And for those of you who have not yet, I, look, I already am set. I already have my hotel, Airbnb set. I already went to the rental and said, hey, June, I need, I need a car for June. They said, oh, Kermit, okay, the lady already knows me. Say, said, oh, Kermit, okay, it's okay. Your car will be set. So I've covered that base. Amen. Amen? Engage them. Engage the kids. Because they are, everything we do, they look. In our house, if I speak in French, you say, is that Spanish? <laughs> they will want to know, what does it mean? Right? So whatever even you say, they are listening. We engage them. Praise the Lord. 2023, my year of new horizons and the full blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God will see us through. God will see us through. Let's stand up together. This is a year of new horizons and the full blessing. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you, Lord. You are remembering us. In our situations, you are remembering us. Yes, Father, you have told us that no matter the elements, this year is a year of full blessings. As a church, as individuals, as families, We are going to march ahead. We are going to take stock. We are going to stay the course. We are going to evaluate and make sure we are on track. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, grant us the grace. Grant us the grace. Thank you, Father, for your word this morning. Thank you for being with us. As we go from here, be with us, Lord. Take us safely to our various homes. Those who are traveling, bless them with journey mercies. Those at home, bless them, Lord. You are our Father. Receive all glory, Father, as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.